Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor and today our guest is Scott Doss. Scott is the Development Director with the uh, Adult uh, Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge Central Minnesota office. Scott, first of all, welcome to Community Focus. Hey, thanks for having us, Ken and Tess. I appreciate it and uh, it's just uh, good to get back in the week after a long Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, mm-hmm. no doubt. Yep. Uh, I know you have a concert coming up that we want to talk about, but first for our listeners, remind them what uh, you do at uh, Adult and Teen Challenge. Yeah, well, I, it, most people say my job is just uh, to raise money for the clients we serve, but I like to refer to it as relational capital. I like to raise awareness for uh, the people that we serve, uh, the men and women just that are struggling with addiction, just raise awareness for uh, getting them the support and services they need, and just connect with people who uh, have that interest in uh, figuring out ways that they can become involved as well. Yeah. Adult and Teen Challenge here in central Minnesota. You have uh, a campus right here in Brainerd, don't you? Yeah, just right on the south side of town here. It's the last stoplight going out of town on Old 371. We're about a, I don't know, eighth of a mile south of that, right on 371. And and that's just for men. And, and uh, as if we get an opportunity to talk a little bit later, we're actually opening a women's center here starting January 2nd, no which uh, butts up to our current properties. So we're expanding. There's a need, unfortunately. There is. Yeah. That's yeah. true. All right. Well, you have a concert coming up. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah, every year one of the, the things we do, an awareness again in connection with people, is uh, this is a tough time of the year for a lot of people. And, and I think anytime we can help be a conduit to help provide some hope for families, uh, there are a lot of families that you know are struggling. You know, this Christmas time of the year, I think so many people, we think that everybody's in a great place and uh, kids love to go home for, for uh, Christmas break. And it's not always the case. So for us, it's an opportunity on, on December 7th and 8th. It's a Thursday and a Friday, not this coming week, but the following week at mm-hmm. six o'clock at Heritage Church. Uh, we'll do one Thursday night and Friday night, and uh, literally it's an hour of us having the opportunity to uh, share some hope that our clients have uh, in being restored in their families, in their own home, and share some testimonies and some songs. And uh, then afterwards, uh, the refreshments are always good. This is open to the public? Yep, it's open to the public, no ticket needed. Uh, I would just encourage anybody, doors open, I think, 45 minutes before, but come uh you know it always fills up both nights are usually full Mm -hmm. uh just a great evening and again i think it's more it's just a feel-good opportunity for people just to come and to hear stories of how god changes lives and more importantly just for people to walk out of there feeling good about where they're at and and uh some hope and how many people are going to be performing how many people in the program will be there yeah we have 60 men in our long-term uh program so there will be about 60 men that will be part of the choir and there'll probably be three or four testimonies and then one of my favorite parts is at the end uh, we usually invite all graduates from any program across the state of minnesota to come up and uh, sing the last song and kind of the the finale just to uh kind of bring things to a close so it's Mm -hmm. a great evening I'm sure it's very moving. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Guys have been working on this, I bet, for a while now. Yeah. Our choir director, Jeff Drake, uh, does a great job with the guys. Uh, He just took a new role within Teen Challenge, so he's taken on some more responsibility, but he's Mm -hmm. also the choir director. So Jeff's working with them every week. And, you know, when you work with guys with solos and, you know, the the songs. And what's interesting is, uh, I don't know if you've been to the choir before, but 
we have guys that literally may join the program two days before oh, and wow. uh, they get their nice clothes on and they go up front and they get to sing because mm-hmm. that's what we do. And uh, so these are not professional musicians. These are men that God is using them to perform and provide hope. It's kind of a, it's, it's a really cool evening. And the testimonies that they oh. give are some unbelievable stories. I mean, and, and you couldn't say you know God's involved. Yeah. <laughs> you really do. And and I think it's, we, we could talk for hours and hours and hours upon that, but, you know, mm-hmm. my thing is, but God, and, and we hear the stories of the men that they come in broken, and uh, I remember the very first graduation I went to, and I saw the man up there after 13, 12, 13 months in her program, and his mom was up there on the stage, and she hadn't been in contact with him for it was almost 20 years. Oh, my God. And, uh, you know, I'm like, oh, cool. This man is getting his life back. But it's like, oh, man, this mom is getting his son back, mm-hmm. her son back. Mm-hmm. The son is getting mom. The family's being restored. And many times the wife is getting a husband back. The husband's getting children. And uh, it, it's so much bigger than one life. It's just oh. uh, it's, a, it's a community happening. It really is. It's huge. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow, wow, Very wow. powerful. Yeah, no kidding. So how can the community support Minnesota Adult Teen Challenge other than attending the concert, yeah, of course? Yeah, I, I think that's the biggest thing. Just come and, and, you know, like I said, we're opening a new women's center. But the biggest thing is, is an awareness and, and you know, uh, connecting with the the campus itself and asking to contact, you know, me, uh, certainly we'll return a call, send an email, whatever, text, whatever your mode Mm -hmm. of of communication is. But the thing is, there's there's a saying out there that isolation is to addiction, that community is to recovery. Absolutely. And our men and soon-to-be women, when they graduate, they don't need just a community. They need it. They need a good community, uh, so that they're not isolated. Because mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I we all struggle. We all have mental health stuff. Uh, and what happens when we struggle? One of the things that we have a tendency to do as a human, we go back to what we know is the most comfortable. Mm. And for many people, that's you know they relapse and we yeah. go back and do some of the same things because we get isolated we're comfortable with that so we need people in the community just to reach out to the center and say i want to volunteer i want to mentor uh men and women both now i want to mentor i want to donate i, w- I want to donate my time i want to serve i want to come and volunteer i want to work at the the galas uh the fundraisers i want to donate some people would rather donate uh, financial resources because their time is limited. Mm-hmm. Whatever that looks like, there is a need for anybody out there that wants to get involved and see their investment truly be an eternal difference maker. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. It just is. It's, And again, with the women's thing, I, I get excited about that because one of the things that I'm transitioning a little bit here, but we're all men in our program. We have 90 men in our program right now. There's 60 long-term with it, which is our faith-based program. And then there's 30 men in our short-term, 30, 60, 90 days. Mm -hmm. But what happens is there's so many men getting the treatment. And I talked to one of our outpatient counselors the other day, and he said, for every one person that's out there now getting treatment, whether it's outpatient or inpatient, he estimates there's at least 10 that aren't getting any treatment. So you think about that. So then you throw the, the female dynamic of the moms that have children that may not go into treatment because as a mother, 
they may be thinking, do I get treatment or do I keep my children? Mm -hmm. And it's so hard, but one of the things that we're working on here is is that it's just for women for right now, but we're also working with some people that are having opportunities. So any women that may be coming into our center starting in January, there may be some resources available to help with their children while they're in there. Mm -hmm. uh, and we're gonna need people to help with those resources as well. So yeah. it, it's such a need and not just in the Brainerd community. We're, we're building a new center in Alexandria. We're looking at expanding in Buffalo. We're looking to maybe expand in Mankato. We have centers all over the state of Minnesota. And today, just today alone, there's over a thousand people right now getting services through Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge, not to mention all the other yeah. uh, service providers out there. So it, it's it's sad and this time of the year, it's even more prevalent than ever. Yep, yeah. it is hard. And uh, there's a lot of services, like you say, but oh. I think yours is one of the few that is faith-based, isn't it? Yeah, and, and we we don't hide behind the fact that we are 100% faith-based, and mm -hmm. our core values are, are based on, on Jesus Christ and the price he paid, and, and uh, we, we, we teach that. And uh, Teen Challenge has never saved anybody. Uh, mm -hmm. Teen Challenge has never saved anybody, but our men, when they walk out, or the women across the state of Minnesota as well, when you're a new creation in Christ, you have new, uh, new hope mm -hmm. and opportunities to come to you that weren't available before. Mm -hmm. And it's still hard, it's still hard, but when you have community, yes. Tess and Ken, when you have a community mm -hmm. that comes around you, uh, that loves you unconditionally, that's the new hope that they have. And a lot in that community, in the recovery community, oh. they've been there, they've done oh. it, they get it, you don't have to explain yourself. <laughs> You know, when you go into a program like that, you, you're automatically surrounded by people who understand yeah. what you're going through that, you know, that I guess you call them normies can't. So, yeah. you know, it's it's a very welcoming community and some of the coolest people and they just have an addiction and they need it taken care of. So Yeah, and I think the thing is, and I, and I should have gotten this number before, but I think at least... It's pretty close to at least 50% of the employees at Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge in our Brainerd campus are graduates, Yep. Mm. you know, or in recovery, which is awesome. So as you said, mm -hmm. Tess, they understand they that, that that process and they understand the need for people to come alongside of them. So it, it, it is a unique community, mm -hmm. but me coming out of, I'm a, I'm a public school educator, you know, served as a high school principal for years and years. And so I didn't come out of a, a family of addiction myself, but I understand now seeing that firsthand, the impact it has on not only the individual, but just families. Mm -hmm. And they say the average addict on average affects at least 100 other people. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Whether it's within your family, those you work with, the people you know that you mm -hmm. just as your friends. And that's, that's pretty far reaching. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yep. You can come yeah. into a community that'll love you until you can oh. love yourself. <laughs> yeah. You know? And is, isn't that what we all want, just mm -hmm. to be loved? Because like I said, we we all have stuff. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's fun to know that there are people out there that just love us who they are, whether we're struggling with addiction or not. But those those men and women especially need it more than anybody. Yep. Hmm. Very true. Do you, uh, the concert coming up uh, on the 7th and 8th, do you do other outreach uh, uh, programs throughout the year as well? Yeah, we do. We have a lot of different things. That's part of the 
the piece of the development director, we have an events team underneath uh, that I work with, Sue Van Hall and Mark Sandin do a great job. Uh, you know, we have uh, coming up this spring, we have a WIF, which is Women's Impact Foundation. We'll have a luncheon just for women. You know, then in May, we do our typical, I don't wanna say our typical, our traditional May Gala, which is a gala which we do at the Northern Pacific Center. Uh, we had about 700 people there last wow. year. We do our, our fishing challenge, which is the largest fundraising uh, fishing challenge in North America. We do golf events. We, we, we do things year round. And like I said, it's, it is to help raise money, but more than anything, it's to raise awareness. And when we get people to come to those events that never knew that Teen Challenge existed, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, their their emotions are stirred and they'd say how can we get involved mm-hmm. and that's ultimately what we want to do mm-hmm. cast a stone and create a little bit of a ripple there yeah. you go. do you have a website too that people can visit yeah just www.mntc.org and then you can go to the different campuses events and uh you know i i would encourage this time of the year as i said christmas is always mm-hmm. difficult and go back to uh Again, what people don't realize, I think, about being in school for so many years when we all would get excited about going home for Christmas and the kids that were there that just hated thinking they were going to be home for those two weeks because mm-hmm. of they're going home to. That's kind of the world we're living in with so many of our addicts. They're hopeless. They mm-hmm. feel hopeless. And so for us, as we get ready to open this women's campus on January 2nd, uh, that's what we're really excited about. And I would say anybody that's out there, the women in this community that mm-hmm. have been praying about this for literally 15 years, we're opening. And uh, starting on January 2nd, we're going to have 24 beds. We're right down at the old Good Samaritan, right in Buffalo Hills. Mm. Uh, it's right next to our existing men's campus. There's 40 acres and three buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, the women are going to be there for 90 days, intensive outpatient with lodging. And uh, we're, we're going to need women in this community that to step up to, you know, whether it's to donate women's uh, items for mm-hmm. you know these ladies to come in whether it's clothing and stuff for the bathroom for their bedroom but more importantly come and just mentor these women mm-hmm. and uh, help teach classes about what's it what does it mean to be a, a godly mom or how to budget or you know what's the importance of exercise and all these things there's just so many needs and i i would encourage anybody abigail peltier is going to be our women's director there uh, 833-8777, 833-8777 is uh, the, her phone number. Mm-hmm. And reaching out to Abby, she would uh, put you in contact to help support that new women's center in any way. It's, yeah. There's a need. And for you moms out there, if you are oh. struggling with addiction, please do not let the fact mm. that you have children stop you from getting the help Amen. that you need because you're only going to be better for your kids Mm. by going to get that help. And it's a drop in the bucket of time when you think of how it'll affect yourself and your children going forward. So uh, there's definitely help out there for for moms who want to go in and get that treatment. Give yourself the gift of sobriety. Give yourself the gift of a life, really. Get your life back. It's out there. It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. And and again, thank you. That's That's a great... That's kind of a great mic drop right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's very it's that's it's so powerful. And and I think that's the biggest fear is with those women. They it choose is. to not get treatment so they can keep their kids. And in this community, I, I can tell you that been in this community for twenty some years and uh, this community loves Minnesota Dalton Teen Challenge, but mm-hmm. they love the people that are in this community. So moms yep. and single moms. Mm-hmm. 
moms without family support. There are support people out there, there including are. two more in this room right here that mm-hmm. I can tell you guys support that. So Absolutely. thank you for having us. Yeah. My pleasure. All right. And uh, Scott, one more time, just to remind our listeners about the concerts. Yep. Uh, May 7th and 8th. December. It, holy buckets. Oh. I'm already, I'm, I'm, in, I'm into the I'm with the, you. I'm following you to May. But. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this weather has got me thinking about me. I'm sorry. <laughs> December 7th and 8th, 6 p.m., Heritage Church uh, off of uh, College Drive. Starts at 6 p.m., doors open 45 minutes before. And then we'll actually, if you miss that and you're out in about a, a week later on December 15th, we'll do the same concert in St. Cloud at Calvary Community at 6 p.m. on a Friday night. So like I said, we, we try to raise as much awareness and uh, connect with as many people as we can. Okay. It'll be great. Scott, thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, thank you guys for having us. And uh, just thanks for supporting the ministry and, and the people in our community. It's Always. much needed. Appreciate yeah. you guys. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Scott Doss is the development director with Adult and Teen Challenge here in central Minnesota. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs can be listened to anytime. They're on our website. Go to 1067wjjy.com. Or you could listen anytime through our free downloadable app powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.